0: Welcome to the Binge Eating to Food Freedom podcast with Katie Papo. Our mission is to share the simplest and most peaceful system for food freedom in the world with people who suffer from binge eating, food addiction, and compulsive overeating. We are here to show that with the right strategy and support, any committed, coachable, and resourceful individual can feel peaceful and free with food. Hello, everyone. It's good to... I don't see you, but I can feel you out there. So for everyone who don't know, in case you didn't notice, I'm not Katie. I'm our lovely mindset coach. And I'm here to talk to you about, uh, as we discussed, about weight loss obsession. And what is it about the weight loss obsession that, that actually hurts your ability to have a healthy body? And why is it contributing to binge eating? So one of the things that my specialty is it comes to the mindset so for those who don't know I'm Shahar and I'm the mindset coach in the achieving food freedom program so nice to meet you and let's really begin let's let's start with the first question and this is what we hear a lot when we talk to people these are things that come up a lot so i always like to start by defining the problem so what is weight obsession and how to know if you're struggling with it so Let's really discuss what we're talking about exactly, because, one moment, I think I'm having a little, here we go, that should be better. So, sorry about that. What is weight obsession? How to know if you're struggling with it. So let's really define our terms. Weight obsession, if your entire world, if your entire well-being is dependent on a number on a scale, whether you become happy, and you're sad today, you're happy today, today's I, I was good, I was bad, if your entire life is revolving that number, that is what you would say is a weight obsession, is that obsessive nature and that obsessive thought about weight all the time. Sorry about like that, here we go. So, sorry, there's a bit of a connection issue I'm seeing on Facebook. I'm just kind of looking at it to make sure everything goes well. It'll probably fix itself very quickly. So if there's some problems with the network, I apologize. <laughs> but anyway, so if if your entire world is like looking through a tube, then that's what's called a weight obsession. And you, you can s- see similar behavior like with um, with like. People in their sports teams, for example. If your team, lo- if your sports team lost today, day and now it controls your entire day, then that would be obsession about that team, right? Because your entire well-being, your whole well-rounded human being, beautiful human being individual you are, is now defined based on one number or one event or one team. That is that obsession. Now with weight specifically, this constant world that revolves around the weight obsession, if that moves you constantly, because weight fluctuates, and especially if you have binge eating and you and you go between programs and diets and you fluctuate a lot, and if your entire well-being fluctuates a lot, then it throws your entire mental well-being from one side into the other. So that would be the weight obsession. So if this is something that describes you, is something you resonate with, like, I looked at the number on the scale and it made me either happy or made me depressed or made me excited for a moment. And then I was worried that it will go down again. Or you find yourself in a situation where I'm going to be weighed, right? If I'm on part of a diet or part of a program and part of the program is to be weighed. And now I'm stressing about that being weighed. So I binge before or I was so stressed before the weighing, after I got the weighing, I come back and now I'm relaxed and I'm going to binge again. All right. So that kind of that huge pendulum of emotion that is just based on one singularity in your life, which is that number on a scale, then that is that weight obsession. Looking in a mirror, like it's a specific aspect of your life and the obsession around them. All right. So I hope this kind of gives a clarity of what we're going to talk about. So let's start with with, uh, the first question. So kind of to understand what exactly the weight obsession is and what is it our mind telling us when we constantly think about weight and why? Why weight so much? So what are the tricks the mind plays to keep you in the cycle of weight gain? And I I hyphen the the tricks because it's not really a trick. I, I never thought of the mind as something that plays tricks on me or on us because our mind, like every other organ in our body, gives us messages and signals. And it doesn't, it never does something for no reason, right? It ha- it's a machine that makes a function. So the brain in our mind it has a certain function and gives us assembly. So it's not a trick, it's a message to us. So when our mind constantly focuses on weight or that number, what is the message we're getting? What is the message that our mind is trying to tell us? Basically, The mind tells us, I want control. And this is something I'm sure a lot of you can resonate because it's something we've seen constantly, me and Katie, with people who, and we heard that. How many times, if you resonate with this sentence, let me know. If I don't weigh myself, I'm going to lose control over what I'm going to eat. I'm just going to gain weight. I've heard that multiple times. I can't even remember, right? If I don't weigh myself, think about that sentence for a moment. If I don't weigh myself, i will gain i will gain weight right it's a message of control we tell ourselves we need it to control ourselves and it comes from a lack of trust right this is this is what makes that this is the the trick the mind tells us that's why it's so attractive that number gives us a sense of control over our body we know how to assess ourselves and why and why does that keep us in the cycle of weight gain is because it is the center of our consciousness. If you can think about what, is, what does that mean, that number on the scale? That number on the scale does not tell you your stress level around food. It does not tell you your, your relationship with your surroundings or with yourself or with your body. It doesn't tell you the or it doesn't even tell physical attributes like what is the levels of fat that your body needs. It doesn't tell you what is a healthy amount of muscle that you need. It doesn't tell you what is your metabolism. It doesn't tell you if you moved enough. It doesn't tell you anything except what is your overall weight. And not, and, and not even the specific, right? How much is it water? How much is it fat? How much is it... it tells us so little. Understand this. It tells us so little, yet we give it so much power over our life. Understand that for a second, just for on the logical level. Tells us so little, yet controls so much of our lives, our mind, our consciousness. So this is what contributes to the cycle of the weight gain. If you constantly think about if you're constantly obsessing about weight, it adds so much to your stress level. It adds so much to your insecurity. It adds so much to that, to, to that illusion because it's an illusion of control. It's not real control. Because it's not real control, then it's unsatisfying. It doesn't actually give us what we're looking for. It's like drinking, um, it's like drinking alcohol if you are thirsty. It actually it, it actually drains you of liquids. It actually dehydrates you. But the sensation is similar, right? Something goes down your throat. So the sensation feels like you're hydrating. So if I'm looking at the number on the weight, it gives me the sensation of control. But it's not really controlled, it actually hurts me more. So just like if I'm drinking alcohol to hydrate, the actuality is it dehydrates. All right. So this is the, the issue. The more you obsess about the weight, the further it takes you away from what you're actually looking for. And which I'll get to. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. This is kind of like the, the obsession our mind gives us and why that obsession is there. It's that need to control. Why do we need, I'll go back to that question. Why do we need to control? Because we don't trust ourselves, right? I don't trust myself. So I need to control myself, as simple as that. Okay, and I'll talk more about that, don't worry. Let's continue. So how can you find your ideal weight without focusing on weight at all? Now, this is a interesting question, right? How can you find your ideal weight without focusing on weight at all? Actually, you cannot find your ideal weight while focusing on weight. Because like I said, I'm using the word ideal weight. What does that mean, ideal weight? Again, level of muscle, level of fat, uh, your stress level around food, your relationship with food. What is ideal weight? Is it just a number? Is my ideal weight the same as your ideal weight? Who knows what is your ideal weight exactly? There's many factors. So in order to find the ideal weight, you cannot just focus on weight. If you're focusing completely on the weight, right? Seeing the whole world through the small tube, you're missing the entire picture, right? It's like trying to understand, it's like trying to understand a picture or a full puzzle with one piece of the puzzle. You're looking at that one piece and you're saying, what picture is this? How can you know? You actually need to build a puzzle so you can see the full picture. So if your entire world is just focusing on the weight, you're not seeing what's going on and you would never know what is the I- ideal weight. And again, I'm using the word ideal weight here as, as a synonym. I hope I'm using that word right, sorry, foreign. <laughs> so I get a break. I'm using the term ideal weight as a synonym for well-being. Because it's, let's be honest here, it's not about weight. Every person I've talked to when it comes to weight loss and they say, I need to lose weight, I need to lose weight. I know it's not true. And you know, it's not true. What we're looking for is not weight loss. We're looking for confidence with our body. We're looking to be, to feel light. We, we're looking to feel youthful. We're looking to feel strong. We feel, we want to feel confident. We want to feel relaxed and at ease and at peace with our body. This is what we're looking for. We want this to be a vessel that is fun to be in. It's not about the weight. The weight is its not even a a sideline of this entire equation. So if you're just focusing on that one part of the sideline, you're missing the entire picture. And the more you focus on it, you're not building the puzzle. So if you're not building the puzzle, you'll never see the entire picture. If you're just looking at that one piece, you actually need to start building it. So like I said, In order to find your ideal weight, you actually need to start listening to your body. You need to actually listen to what you need and the weight, focusing on the weight takes you away from that. So the natural question is, how do I know what is the ideal weight? Well, you would know the ideal weight if you have the communication with your body. Now, this is important. Pay attention. How do I know my ideal weight? Our body and our mind send us messages and signals all the time. Our body sends us messages all the time. It tells us, if I'm hungry, do I feel comfortable? How do I feel right now? Do I have enough water? Do I have enough? uh, Am I strong enough? Can I do this enough? always sends us messages. We're constantly bombarded by messages. The thing is, we're not listening to it right? Because we're so obsessed with the, with that number on the scale, then we are missing the point. We're missing the messages our body's sending us. It's like if someone talking to you and you're thinking of something else at the same time, you're not actually listening. So if you're thinking just about the number on a scale, you're not listening to your body's signals. What do I need? And your body knows what it needs. By the way, not just intuitively, also logically because everybody who's listening to us right now, you probably know more about the ideal nutrition and the perfect nutrition that will serve you best, better than I would ever know. All right, all of you went through probably so many programs and so many diets, you know exactly what food does to you with what part. And you know it better than I do, for sure, because it's your body and your world. I cannot know your body as much as you do. So... If you are listening to your body and you are listening to your mind and also trusting your body and also trusting your mind, you know exactly what you need. You will know what's your ideal weight because you will feel it. It will become intuitive, right? Understand that when people use the term intuitive eating, it's not just I I know when to stop. It is I know what I need. Understand, it's not come from a place of restriction. It comes from a place of abundance. I know exactly what I need. I know how much fat I need. I know how much food I need. I know how much water I need. I know how much, I know if this gives me stress. I know if this gives me peace. I know this because I listen and I know this because I trust myself and I trust my body. And this help, this is the, the, this is paramount in order to get that ideal weight. And again, Ideal weight, synonym for a well-rounded, happy vessel, which is you, the beautiful individual, right? (laughs) Because it's just, it's not about the weight. It's about your well-being. It's about your holistic health with yourself. So let's continue. I hope this helps kind of give you a little more insight. But let's continue. How you can have complete food freedom without sabotaging your weight. Understand that the question here is, it's an interesting one, right? Let's read it again. How you can have complete food freedom without sabotaging your weight? As if it's one or the other, right? In order to... You are sabotaging your weight because you don't have food freedom. The food freedom is the most basic principle in order to have that ideal weight or ideal body or ideal health. You will not achieve it to the long term, right? Because that's what we're wanting. We want sustainable solution. We don't want a solution that just works for a month. We've seen that multiple times. How many of you have been on a diet or been with a training coach? You got the, the goal you wanted, but then but then, things fall through. There's a tragedy in the family. Things change. You moved. It can be whatever reason. You break routine and everything falls apart. We don't want... Short-term solution. We want long-term solution. So in order to have a long-term solution, food freedom is the basics of it. It's the foundation that allows you to have that ideal weight. So you cannot have the ideal weight without food freedom. And without food freedom or food obsession and restriction, you will always sabotage your weight. You will owe because what does that mean to sabotage your weight like i said synonym is sabotage your ideal or your holistic body or healthy body so food freedom is better so let's define food freedom food freedom here is it's that relaxation is trust with your body is trust around food when you can have whatever food in front of you and it does not raise your level of anxiety it can be chocolate it can be cake could be pizza, it can be in a gathering, it can be in a restaurant, and it doesn't raise the alarms, right? It doesn't get you into a stressful mode. You can eat little, you can eat a lot, you can eat as much as you actually need, whatever serves you intuitively, because you know what your body needs best. Depending, again, you have to listen, right? If you're listening to your body, you know what you need, and... It's that feeling of peace. So what I said before, if food obsession is seeing the entire world through a tube, then food freedom is seeing the picture for what it truly is, right? That that picture would be your well-being, your confidence, your strength, your happiness, etc. So food freedom is the most important thing in order to not sabotage your weight. Everything else you want in your life, and I'm not just talking about physically, I'm talking every aspect of your life. Think how much of your life is absorbed into a food obsession, right? Because if your entire well-being is fluctuating based on what number is on that scale, that means your entire mental well-being moves as well. And if your entire mental being moves, how do you think that's going to affect your relationship with other people? If you're constantly criticizing yourself, if you're constantly engaging in this negative behavior and destructive behavior towards yourself is going to affect your world around you, your consciousness, the way you see people around you. So if, so if you open up your vision and you actually have a confident, peaceful relationship with food, peaceful relationship with yourself, intuitive eating that is based on listening and observation and trust, and you have that healthy relationship, or we just like to call it food freedom, how do you think that's going to affect other relationships in your life, right? It's the full picture. It's not your world is completely based on one thing that fluctuates your entire energy. You can be in a restaurant. You can be, you can have pizza in front of you, you can chocolate, and it's not going to throw you to a spiral, right? You can have food around your house without it turning into a binge. You can eat healthy without feeling restriction. You can eat unhealthy without going into stress mode and putting yourself on a diet and restrict yourself again, right? That's what you would be an intuitive eater. That is the essence of the food freedom. So like I said, kind of a quick review, how you can have complete food freedom without sabotaging your weight. Food freedom is the most important thing in order for you not to sabotage your weight. So it's not one or the other. Food freedom is the goal. In order to have a healthy weight, right? I hope this makes sense. If it doesn't, feel free to... To ask in the comments so let's move on for the last last question why we teach our clients to stop focusing on a scale and why it works back to what i said about the cycle so what is that cycle I was talking about trust why am i saying trust is the the important part why do we binge like i said everything we do from our body to our mind is a message we are sending to, it's our body and our mind sending messages to us so why am I binging? What is that message? Binging is a message for freedom. It's we are craving a release, a craving for numbness, craving for freedom. It's our real freedom. It's the illusion of freedom because then we are depressed because we binge. But it gives that sensation in the beginning, right? I don't need to think about the diets anymore. I don't need to think about the weight. I just open the floodgates, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's expression of freedom illusion of freedom, but it is an expression of freedom. Now, what happens after you binge? You restrict, and then you restrict. What do you crave? Freedom. So you binge, and if you binge, what do you crave? Restriction. And this cycle continues. It's a cycle of mistrust. It's like a, a relationship between a parent and a child. If you don't trust your child, your child is going to rebel. And if your, your child rebels, then you're going to mistrust them even more. And then you're going to restrict them. And if you restrict them, they're going to rebel. And if they rebel, you're going to mistrust. And if you're going to mistrust, they're going to restrict them, et cetera. And the cycle continues. The same with the benches. You don't trust yourself around food for whatever reason. It could be family trauma. It can be a part of your culture that you've adapted. It can be whatever aspect. Let's put it to the side for now, all right? Because it's it's not as important as how you fix it right now. The reason is... Is there? It's not. It's not connected to your solution, right? Because it, it, it's kind of tempting, right? It's kind of tempting to say, "Oh, it's society's fault, right? <laughs> They're the one to blame." But the people who will sol- find people who will solve this problem is you, the beautiful individual. <laughs> You're the one who's going to solve this problem. So how do you solve this problem? Uh, sorry, <laughs> went a bit on a tangent, but the idea is. Uh, 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 if I restrict myself, okay, I don't trust myself, right? That's how I started. If I don't trust myself for whatever reason, so I restrict, I go on a diet, and because I'm on a diet, I crave freedom because I'm not comfortable. I don't really like the diet. I go to restaurants and I see everybody eating the food I really want to eat. And I see everybody, I'm in this constant level of stress and anxiety, that number on the scale. If it's up, it's a down. I need to weigh myself. My dietitian will yell at me if I didn't eat what they said. My coach will yell at me. All right, it's, it's my trainer is going to yell at me. And I feel that all that energy of restriction and anxiety. I'm craving freedom, so I'm going to, binge and numb myself out, and I'm going to numb myself out, and then I'm going to have that little sensation of, of, of illusion of peace or freedom because it's not real, because it's going to disappear in a few moments. Now I feel sick, now I feel bad, now I feel uh, whatever negative word you can tell yourself, you know it better than me. And that shows me, oh, this is proof I can not trust myself, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to restrict myself even more, I'm gonna add myself another diet. I'm gonna add myself to another coach. I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna restrict myself more. And because I'm gonna restrict myself tomorrow, I'm gonna to binge today because today is the last harass. I'm gonna restrict myself again, and the cycle continues. I don't restrict. I restrict. So I binge, and because I binge, I restrict. And because I restrict, I binge. Yada, yada yada. And the story, and the story continues. So what is the missing piece here? If you followed every all my ridiculous tangent. Trust. If you don't trust yourself, you restrict. And if you restrict, you rebel. And if you rebel, you restrict. You will lose trust and they restrict more. So how the trust is the issue. Why we teach our clients to stop focusing on a scale? Because it's a symbol of lack of trust. It actually reinforces the restriction, reinforces that I don't trust you. I don't trust you to be without the scale. So look at it. Remember, it's an illusion of control. It's not real. It's not real control. There's zero association between that that scale, that number, and you gaining weight. Zero. It's all you. It's all here. So we are teaching you the independence, to bring yourself independence, to free yourself from that restriction. So you don't have that anxiety. And in order to show you, and it's not enough, right? You actually also start building a communication, right? You actually need to start listening to your body. You need to start listening to your mind, listening to your your body when it interacts with food, listening to your body when it interacts with A and B and C and whatever. One is listen, first is listening to the body and communicating. Then is building uh, productive communication, right? actually listen, not only listening to your body, but act following through. If your body says, I feel I'm good. This feels like it's good enough for me and I don't feel restriction. Then I'll I'll act accordingly. If I want to eat more, I'll eat more. If I don't want to eat more, I'll stop. Whatever serves my body and my mind best, my goals, etc. The third stage is I'm going to allow the trust to be built. I need to allow myself to trust myself to listen. I need to trust to be built. Trust trust is you can't tell your body, trust me. It won't work. Your body is not logical. Your body is sensational. The body needs to feel trust. You, so you need to repeat the communication, right? It's like a friend you have. You don't, you don't need to logically explain you trust someone or a friend or a family or a close person you trust, coworker, or, or even whoever, right? Spouse. You don't need to logically explain you trust them. You can feel trust. You feel comfortable around them. So if you trust your body and your body feels the sensation of trust. That's what I mean by allowing the trust to be built. This is the foundation of intuitive eating, is trust, rest and digest, comfortable feeling with yourself. And the last stage, fourth stage, is shedding, all, shedding the old habits, shedding the restrictions, right? Because if you're trusting, if I trust my child, I don't need to tell them uh, your, uh, your curfew is at seven. I don't have to tell my child that because he knows. He'll be here, when, and even if he's late, it's fine, because I trust him. This is the same with us. If you trust your body, whether you overeat, or you undereat, or you ate pizza, or you ate the healthy food, or whatever, if you trust yourself, and you're intuitive to that level, that you can listen and observe and know if it's too much, if I eat too much fat, if I eat too much this, I eat too much this, I can feel the difference. If you have that trust then you don't need a restriction so you need to let go of these old patterns these old restriction patterns and the more you release from them now the paradigms have shifted. now you're a new stage of being and that new stage of being is food freedom not weight obsession food freedom right So I hope this kind of gives you a sense of what we're talking about and why the constant obsession with the weight is actually keeping you away from the ideal weight. And again, I want to reinforce that point. Ideal weight is synonym for a whole well-being. And this is not something new. Every nutritionist understands that you can't just look at weight and say, are you a good person or not? You actually need to look at everything. And it depends. Depends on you and how you were in that day, right? It's seeing the world through, not through the tube of weight obsession, but seeing the world through the vision of food, freedom, and peace, and confidence, and communication with your body, productive communication with your body. Let me just take down that banner is productive communication with your body, allowing the trust to be built, right, to build the sensation, because again, your body does not logically know whether you trust them. You can't force someone to trust you the same way you can't tell your child, trust me. It doesn't work. It needs to feel trust. can't tell someone to trust you. They need to feel they trust you. So the same with your body. You can't yell at your body to trust. You need to actually feel trust. And the last stage is letting go of the restriction, letting go of the old residue, letting go of the old paradigm and move on to the new, right? So I hope this helps. If you have any questions, feel free to write in the comments and keep following us. We're going to continue this obviously every week and start observing your body, listen to what you truly need. This is the intuitive This is the intuitive and food freedom we're talking about. And you can always reach out to us with questions and we'd be more than happy to help. So thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, People we already work with, people are interested to work with us, people just love my face and decided to stay. I'm welcoming you too. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Have a wonderful weekend and open the vision. Let go of that tube of weight obsession. Actually allow yourself to feel yourself, to feel your food, to feel your body and feeling your mind. Okay, have a wonderful, I know I said it, but I'm reinforcing. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye-bye.